On this week's episode of Bungalower on the Bus, we talk about how the Handy Pantry is closing down. Local musician Eugene Snowden's on the show. And I have a new book out called The 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die. Tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And you might have heard a uh, different little theme song there at the beginning of our show this week. That was Mr. Eugene Snowden with I'll Do It, I'll Do It. It's going to be his new release on his new album that he uh, is hosting our Kickstarter for. You have until Sunday to check him out and give him some money. Yeah, and we're going to talk to Eugene later in this show. So, so stay it. tuned for that. But uh, yeah, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things Orlando. We talk about all the neighborhoods in Orlando, all the bungalow neighborhoods like College Park and Winter Park and Soto. Paramore, Holden Heights, uh, all the places downtown that have bungalows in them. Yeah, and you can find all this info on bungalower.com, uh, your source for hyper-local news. And if you've missed any of our episodes, you can go to iTunes and find them. You can go to SoundCloud, anywhere you get SoundCloud. What did I say there? <laughs> anywhere you SoundCloud. get your, <laughs> Anywhere you can find your podcast. Your yes. favorite podcast will be there. Yeah, so uh, we have all those things, but I we are here at uh, Nikki's place in, in Paramore. We're actually having breakfast. Normally, we have beers and talk. I just had a killer sausage egg cheese sandwich. Yes, and I had a sausage egg and cheese sandwich as well, but I got smoked sausage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You got sausage patty. All I heard is you smoked sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're here at Nikki's place. We were actually here last week, you and I. We did yes. an event here for the uh, this other thing I do called Orlando 60. We had a three-course dinner here, basically sold out had a blast and so we wanted to come back and have breakfast east meets west it was cool it was filled it up we had grits we had uh uh chitlins which yep. was delicious they, had, they make a really good like double fried chitlin here it was good uh-huh no it was it was delicious yeah so we're here I having mean. breakfast so come check out nikki's place and uh you'll be full afterwards <laughs> so brendan uh first thing we're gonna start off by uh i finally have some news generally you're the one so reading about the news. You, it is always John. about me This week, uh, a book that I co-authored called The 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die hit shelves. I actually co-authored this with a gentleman named John Brown. He's a former Fox 35 anchor here in town, and he wrote this book several years ago, but we updated it. So went through, took out about 50 things, added 50 new things, so... Uh, if you want to get the book, I have a bunch of copies. It'll be available locally as well, but it's all about Central Florida, all fun things. They're not all in Disney. We try to get away from Disney, but there are some Disney things I think, in there. I think we'll do a little promo piece with you, and, and we'll maybe share like 20 of them. The okay. Top, the top 20 pieces. That sounds good. That sounds good. So, yeah, uh, if you see me on the street, say, hey, John, I want to buy a book. They're only what, 16 bucks. What are some, what are some of the, st- the places? Oh, man, you're going you to put me on the you spot can't, you can't here. Remember, like, one? No, I, saw, I can remember some. So, Sat Comedy lab was in there yes that comedy lab um, we got some stuff with going to indoor karting you ever been to andretti racing out there no i like that machine gun america you ever been there uh yeah yesterday <laughs> no no how I about wasn't. the agui rock climbing center you ever been there no yeah so it's a fun spot it's in that's in longwood it seems like a really fun like it's like when, when your when your loved ones are like, "Hey, what are we doing today?" You could like bust that out exactly. Just open it up to a page. You're like, "This is what we're doing today." Got some stuff at the Orlando Science Center. You ever been to the White House in Claremont? That little like no. the fake White House no. out there. Yeah, they have like a model or like a scale version of the White House. Are you going to use this as a basis for your Orlando 60 mini docs? Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll okay. see. All right. 
Well, yeah. John, so congratulations. Anyway, I'm excited for you. Thank you. 100 things to do in Orlando before you die uh, on shelves now. I, uh, and I have one. Yeah, I, I gave you one. Yeah. So go do them. <laughs> but don't die. Don't do all 100 I was gonna and buy die. One. I need I you. I don't want everybody thought I was just going to take a free thing from you you're media you I demand wanna, things wanna, that's what media does oh do we get a free meal do we no, get a free no. this he like showed up and like waved it in my face <laughs> take it are we still talking about sausages take here? it <laughs> <laughs> we are smoked <laughs> so what's happening in orlando brendan lots but i do want to first i want to thank uh orlando museum of art in bloomingdale's i just had i was took part in my first fashion show last night really you were a model did you I, wear speedos i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> i got to i got to help them out though I got helped him help him get dressed and undressed, <laughs> and uh, I got to say I think I'm married now. Yeah, I think I'm married, John. Did you, you you showed off some of your hats. I did. I, I made headpieces for them. Headpieces. I shouldn't say hats. This was a Bloomingdale's fashion show where that was inspired by the current exhibit by Nick Cave, and so I got to make these big, crazy, elaborate things out of like lampshades and ah. stuff. And people wore them. Great. And they looked real. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they're like people ooing and eyeing and all these like blue-haired Winter Park people sitting in a gallery looking at my. My pieces. Nice. Yeah, so holler. Anyway, headline-wise, Yeah. Uh, did you hear this thing about Washington Shores? Did we talk about this last week? The gun shop? Yeah. Uh, a little bit, yeah. So, so we, go ahead and explain it. So we wrote about it. It turns out uh, this this gun shop opened up in Washington Shores. Neighbors, neighborhoods, neighbor, what am I trying to say? Neighbors, neighbors. didn't want it there. So they raised a big stink with the city. And the city, you know, let loose. We have no say. Excuse me, Burp. <laughs> uh, we have no say over. That's good coffee here. I just tasted it again. <laughs> uh, we have no say over gun shops. Yeah, we, can, we can't. We cannot legislate or what affect the zoning. Yeah, uses of gun shops. Uh, tough luck. They can go wherever they want to go. Isn't that crazy? It's it's interesting. I, I mean, I, I I get it. So bars I, so I was, can't open up like a hundred feet, two hundred feet from a church. Or a school, yes. it's a bar, you know, but a gun shop can open up wherever they want to. It's, a, it's an interesting problem because I, I guess I see both sides of this. So if you do live in the neighborhood and you say, you know what, we don't want this in our neighborhood, I get why you would go to the city and say, why, why would you let yeah. this open? But if you're a business owner who happens to own a gun shop and says, look, this is my building. This is right. what I want to do. I want to sell weapons. And, and I, should I be allowed to do that? No, but you should be able. It should be like any other retail or any other business uh-huh. that there are the the city restricts the zoning. That's what zoning is there for: is to make sure the use is appropriate for where you're trying to put it. Yes, right. And the fact that you can't do that because the state has has uh, stepped in and taken that power away from the city. Uh-huh. That's, that's crazy. That's backwards. Uh, is it specifically for gun shops or yes, yes. selling gun gun sales? You can't restrict or affect the sale of guns. That's that's because the state says that's their job. Okay, it is our job to put these things into place and restrict. So where do they you? Go. So I I've, I've talked to some people about this. Do you know why they opened in that neighborhood? Because uh, well, they said they were selling to law enforcement, law enforcement, and, and uh, which I don't ex, even know if you can do that. Like military like, personnel, and so so their sales are restricted to certain I don't know demographics. If you can do that, though, like I think you can because they're card carrying members. So of here's, something. here's what I had heard. I don't know if this is absolutely true, so you can fact check me on oh, this. Oh, great! But but one of the reasons I've, I've heard that they opened there was because of uh they do a lot of gun shows at the central florida fairgrounds Uh. and so what happens is somebody goes there and they say you know i want to buy this or i want to buy that so i I believe 
Once again, double check me on this. Uh, I believe that shop had other shops in Melbourne. Okay. And so in order to be closer to Orlando, if you go to a gun show and say, look, I want to buy this, but we need to do checks or whatever. Now those people don't have to drive all the way out to Melbourne to get their firearm. They can go a mile and a half away to pick it up there. Great. Now, like I said, <laughs> I, I know. So that's why I'm saying that's why I think they chose that location. Yeah. Because it's so close to the not fair. Anti-gun. No, I'm not no, anti-gun. No, I know. Because I'm Canadian. You know, <laughs> like, so like, I've, I've fired a couple of rifles in my, in my yeah, past. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get it, but the, the lack of power that the city has to restrict or control or shape where those shops go is a little confusing. Uh huh. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like I said, I understand if you're, you live in that neighborhood and you're like, you know, we don't, we don't want this in our neighborhood. Yeah. I get why you would make a stink about it. I totally understand that. Like I said, I also understand like it, it, if, if you're a business and you're doing everything legal, what what's it's not you right yeah the, the can you stop somebody no. from doing that well the no no okay but the i i get it i get the idea is like you can't even have any restrictions like right. could you open a gun shop next to a high school but the business it's not on the business the business is doing what they're allowed to do yeah so like good for them uh-huh. right bully for you yeah you, you gotta say this should go to another level to but where yeah maybe it's not appropriate to have it in like a residential neighborhood yeah because it is which i don't is know what exactly where like. this is but mm-hmm. i think i do i think i know kind of where it's at right and and yeah it's basically across the street from a neighborhood yeah yeah so um, i don't know so i like i said i saw that as well and i and they had a lot of people at their community meeting and and we'll see what happens with that. Did we talk about Handy Pantry last week, too? I don't think so, because I think this happened after we recorded. Okay. So we should chat oh, about correct. Handy Pantry. It's it's closing. Closing at the end of the month. Uh, what's his name? Dev Rye and his wife, whose name escapes me right now. Uh, beautiful, wonderful couple from Nepal. They've uh-huh. run this shop for... Oh, it's been there forever. 17 years? Something like that. But the building's been there forever. Building has been there forever. This is almost kind of downtown in Lake Eola Heights area. You can see Lake Eola from their shop. What street's it on? I always forget. Amelia? Amelia, okay. Amelia yeah. Don't, I don't know the cross street. Uh, I actually did a mural in front of their space, like on the storm drain. I did like, ah. I painted that. Uh, very rifle paper-esque. Nice. You know? <laughs> uh, and they are just great. Dev actually makes his own flutes. Like <laughs> I saw flutes. that photo. Yeah. And he, and actually a video, we have a video on the Instagram and it's the saddest thing because he was just telling me about them closing and I put my journalism hat on. I was like, I need you to play your flute now. Oh. Like, like dance for your dinner right now so I can share this and people will know. Um, so it's a shop. We should say it's a shop. Yeah. Right it's a in the neighborhood. store, general um, store. They sell beer and soda and chips and whatever. But they They'll also make you do fresh sandwiches. Fresh sandwiches. Uh, they just. It's a good the rent neighborhood up, spot. Everybody goes there yeah. in, the, in the neighborhood because you can walk there and they're so nice. Uh, and again, 17 years of business. So the rent has gone up once since they've lived there. Okay. And the first time it went up, they couldn't pay it. But the neighborhood rallied and they were good. Uh, then the neighborhood painted the building, you know, like for yeah. them, uh, put in like street furniture and just like this. The community wants them there, but the landlord doesn't. So, Brenda, the, the rent went up again. The rent went up again. Can they tell you how much? Uh, it sounds like another grand the, what wow. he was paying. Um, wow. Yeah, he's very reticent. He didn't want to point the finger at the landlord especially on record, uh, which is why we didn't put in the write-up. But I can say conversationally, the rent went up. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame because he really he knows it went up because the landlord wants someone else in there. 
just to make more money, which, yeah. once again, is a business. I understand that. That's his job. Uh, so, yeah. So who do they want? What do they want in there, though? Nobody knows. I Apparently, he, the landlord even said, and again, this is hearsay because I, I did not, this was not confirmed by the landlord, but I'm being told the landlord said that he would rather sit on it empty. Really? For a while. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess I, you get a tax break if it's empty because it's like a hardship thing. Oh. Um, yeah, which is why there's a whole retail thing. We actually just shared it in our Bungalow or Buddies group on Facebook. It's like a conversation group for people who just want to take that conversation outside of just the comment threads. I, uh, where Craig Us, our local developer, shared a piece about retail, the, the question of retail downtown and, and why are so many places empty. And it's because there are incentives for people Interesting. To keep them empty sometimes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Or so, get a national retailer. So obviously he doesn't think, uh, the owner of the building doesn't think he can make enough money to cover the added I I don't I fee. don't know. And okay. I don't, and I, and it's, it's sticky, right? So I don't want to, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put words in this guy's mouth because he hasn't answered our email. Yeah. Or, like, I, it's a good quick spot if you're hungry downtown, especially at the courthouse. Like, it's a I good love spot seeing to an walk independent to. general store, yeah. especially in the middle of a neighborhood. Because you don't do that no more because they no. don't zone it that way. But anymore. if you did like a boutique version of that, it uh-huh. would also kill it. it I think be, so too. Like, if you moved New General from Winter Park to do another one there, it would, it would do amazing. I agree. Especially in a Tony neighborhood like that. Yes. Like, yes. they would love it. If there was a quinoa bowl. Because I would go there every now and then, and and this isn't a knock on them at all. I don't want this to sound like a knock on no. them, but it, it it's not like the sandwiches are that special. I mean, no, I mean, it was a turkey, a lettuce, tomato, yeah. uh, croissant. That's but made which is with fine. Love. made with love. No, totally, totally, totally. And but but I don't know if it's somewhere I would drive ten miles to come try. No, but that's not what it's for. No, it's, I know it's meant for last minute chip cheap eats. If you're late night up the street, you need to get something yes. like a bowl of instant ramen to save your life because you drank too much downtown. <laughs> that's what it's for. Yes. You know, and you need places like that I, to I have a real community. I agree. And so it's a shame to see it go away. Uh there was there's a GoFundMe if you if you want to participate just to help them in this transition of of not having a business and to whatever their next steps are i was trying to find them a new space yeah because he he made it sound like if if he found a new space he could plug in somewhere else uh which i had some realtors who were like looking for him and he at that point was just like no i think like there's debt in question i just don't want to i don't have enough money to buy all this inventory again okay i just need to move on and work for someone else so if y'all out there have your own corner shop or something you want to hire him go on and uh, and hire my buddy dev all right did, did yeah. he tell you when the last day was uh, it's really he said the end of the month it's going to be as soon as they run out of their stuff okay yeah all right I, like the last gatorade okay <laughs> kind yeah. of a situation uh and I'll, and I'll be watching to see what happens in that space because it's a beautiful space yeah it is yeah it is i would love to open a boutique general store <laughs> all right it's like a dream bungalow or <laughs> store i like it <laughs> like the trading post that'd be great like a branded bungalow or store yeah we should do that we've done it a couple times uh online like a real one some pop-ups but i would love to like a long term do a real one christmas one all right holiday 
We've done pop-up holiday shops in the past. I actually helped the daily. But I mean, like, open for ones. a month. I feel like you'd have to be open for like a month. Yeah, I would love that. If anybody has a vacant space, let me we'll, know. We can sell Orlando-made goods. Yeah, we'll have someone printing there on site if you need it. For a <laughs> We're month. making a lot of promises for <laughs> the month of of uh, uh, back December. Rubs. Back rubs. You need uh, back rubs. Actually, we're interesting about, trades. We're about to launch. <laughs> do you know what trade means? And in, in no. gays, I'll uh-uh. tell you later. I'll All tell right. you later. <laughs> uh, we're about to l- help launch this service locally. Uh, where they'll do an oil change for you while you're parked. So if you're like in your <laughs> office or something or you're going to an event, they'll come and change your oil. Oh, for I like you. it. And it, wouldn't that be cool if that's part of the pop-up? Yeah. You come in to go shop, you know, you come on out and your oil like change. All right. What else we got going on, Brendan? Um, I installed a beehive on the top of East End Market with I my friend John that. Ryan. Yeah, I f- took some nice. video, took some photos, yeah. wore that bee outfit. My study cam. <laughs> yeah, that, it was a little tight. The little, bee outfit? A little snug. <laughs> I felt like I was wearing a girdle. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely giving some moose knuckle. So what What are they? What are they? So they have bees on the roof? Yeah. So we went up this little tunnel uh, crosswalk ladder thing up to the top carrying a box humming with like over 3,000 bees. Wow. Got up to the top, me and John Reif, who owns the owns Eastside Market. And, uh, and inside, there's like little inserts. And you have to take those out. That's what they put the combs on and put it into their new box. And there was actually at the end, there's a whole bunch like just sitting in the box. And he just, you turn it over, like basically just dump it. Yeah. And there was thousands of bees just like humming around. Angry us. bees. They weren't even angry though. It was just cool. They were just checking us out, maybe a little mildly agitated. And uh, that was so cool. So wait, do they do that for honey or for pollination They're over there? They're going to do it both? for both. Okay. For both. So this is the first time they've had a rooftop beehive the city said it was the first official legal registered rooftop are they in orlando they in winter park uh the building is in orlando and then the street parking in the back is in winter park interesting Uh uh-huh that's right down there right right down the middle and actually when they were getting permitting they actually had to get parking permits from the city of winter park ah before they could open in orlando interesting right i'd be like i'm not messing with two (laughs) cities i wonder if they have to pay taxes in both cities they they, they might, yeah, because if they own property that where the park is, city should at. just annex that parking. Like, just come on now, come <laughs> on now, city of Orlando, don't don't share the glory of East End Market. <laughs> That's cool though. So yeah, bees, bees, they're gonna add to it. It'll be more hives, more bees. If you're allergic, stay away from East End Market. <laughs> no, don't say <laughs> that. <laughs> they're not gonna bug you. No. They're not gonna bug you unless you're like stealing something from them. Yeah, and that's, like you gotta honey. go on the roof to do that. Yeah, go on the roof. But they'll be like they three mile radius uh, flight path. Cool. So they'll be going to like Mead Gardens, Mead Gardens, Lou Gardens, getting all that flowers, all those pretty pretty flowers. Nice. Yeah, I'll eat that honey. I'll eat the heck out of that honey. <laughs> uh, foxtail opening everywhere. <laughs> opening everywhere. Opening on a corner. If there's near a building you. somewhere that is vacant. <laughs> foxtail will take it over. <laughs> there's a meme going. Watch around. out, Handy Pantry. That <laughs> might be a foxtail one day. I, you know what? That could be a fox. And they would, one day. and they would rock it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, I wonder if they're looking at it. Maybe. Be a good neighborhood spot. That'd be a great neighborhood. <laughs> I should tell them about it right now. <laughs> we he are telling. Listen, he could, and he could hire those dudes to come work it. They could do the sandwiches <gasps> there. That would be so cool. That's yeah. the way to save it, John. We just can't. Thanks, we Fox just Hale. saved it. So Foxtail's moving into hubbly bubbly. We'll, we'll let you guys do the money part of it. We'll just come up with the ideas, Foxtail. Yeah. That'd be great. And they could work for Foxtail? Yeah. I'm so actually having drinks with them next week. We should mention why we're even talking about Foxtail. Because like you said, Hubbly Bubbly is closing, closing in today. College Park. Today's the last day. Closed day. today, so you missed it. 
Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> another reason why you should read Bungalore.com. Uh, they closed. They actually have been looking for someone to buy their building. This is on Edgewater. Okay. Edgewater and Park. It's been there for five years or so. Yeah, for a while. Cool. It was owned by the Push Marketing guy, yep. Lemon Tree Realty lady. Yep. Uh, and so they've sold their building and to Foxtail. And Foxtail is going to... So they bought the building, Foxtail did. They're not yes. renting it. No. Okay. Because I, I believe Hubbly Bubbly was leasing the building. And then, yeah, it's it's a little kerfuffled. So that's fine. Um, yeah, so now it's gone. So when will Foxtail open? By the end of the year? By the end of the year. I think they said by December. Because that building's already kind of done. Like, they probably just got to rip out or change some murals, change the They're front. Fill it with reclaimed wood. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And they probably don't need bulbs. as much kitchen stuff. I would think so. Maybe they do. I don't Unless it'll be, like... Food and coffee, which it probably will. I would assume, because following the success of the one in Hourglass District, I'm assuming there's going to be food. They didn't say that. Uh, they did say there's going to be beer. beer they and sell beer at Hubbly Bubbly now, so there's no probably problem with oh, any true, li- yeah. Licenses. Yeah, licensing. Yeah, yeah. So beer, wine, coffee. They're right wood. by the high school, so they gotta they gotta get grandfathered in over there, just like Ollie's. Yes. Wait, that Ollie's? It's basically in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been there crazy. forever. So. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I, I, I sent you a joke online, Brendan, where I said that makes the fifth coffee shop in, in College, College Park. Park. I totally used it. Good. I, I didn't, didn't see. I didn't read the story, the but I will. And someone else actually said, that's the fifth coffee shop in College Park. And someone else was like, no more coffee shops. We have too many coffee yeah. shops. But well, like, coffee and pizza. Is there too many coffee shops? Well, Not really. They're all different. Every they one they are different. Yeah. They are very different. Like if you want to buy like dried pasta and a coffee, go to uh, Gratitude. Yeah. Right? And she's want, only open from 7 to 3 as well. If you want to, like, say hey to Jesus and hang out with some tight jeans, you go to Credo. And if, <laughs> what, what, what's another one? What's the other co- uh, uh Starbucks. Starbucks. Right by Publix. Uh, and then Cafe Linger just opened. Which I love. Have you had their avocado toast? Yeah. It's amazing. I, like, I'm so hipster. That's so funny. It you, totally I, is. And I I'm love not that even. you just said avocado toast and that you liked it. I do. How much I did do. you pay for it? Eight bucks? Well, uh, my wife bought it. Uh-huh. And then I ate all of hers. <laughs> and then I bought her another one. And yeah, it was probably like $10. But it was like worth $10. They have a good spatzel. Okay. Yeah, I need to go there more. I haven't been there enough, but it, their food's really good there. Yeah, no, they're great. Great owners, young. The chef there is fantastic. He's really, like, experimental. Just stay open later. Everywhere needs to stay open later for me. College Park isn't into late. I know 10 that. 10 o'clock, it, right? It's crummy. Although yeah. Rustique is. I'll, I'll give it up to Rustique right now because they stay open until 11. Yeah. And if I'm hungry at 9, 30, 10, I can go there and get food. And there's just not a lot of places in College Park. I bet Foxdale will stay open later. I hope so. Uh, and serve beer right there on that corner. That'd That's be great. great. Yeah, suck in some of that like Dubs Dread. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah. they're also all close to like Hanau Center for the Arts, which is doing. They're well. a little farther down. But uh, we we got to get ready for the break. We do. Yeah. All right. We'll come back after the break. And we'll I'm gonna be have talking some more to, coffee uh, here at Nikki's place. Nikki's place. We'll be talking to Eugene Snowden. All right. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are hanging out at Nikki's Place in Paramore, having breakfast. I already mm-hmm. ate my breakfast. I did too, and it was delicious. It was delicious. Snossages. That's right. And so uh, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things Orlando, uh, all the neighborhoods, all the downtown neighborhoods, like uh, College Park and, and Delaney Park and Soto and Holden Heights and... 
Paramore, <laughs> which is where we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we were hanging out here, and uh, maybe you noticed at the beginning of our show, we had a new song, and uh, we are we we had a new song, and and we're gonna talk to Eugene here in a second. But before we get there, Eugene Snowden, he's the one behind that uh-huh, new uh-huh. theme song. He's like the blues daddy. Yeah, in Orlando. He is. Yeah. But uh, before we get that, we want to mention that Brendan and I are going to be at something called the Super Duper. Super Duper Soup Challenge. And this is a fundraiser for iDignity. It's Sheraton, North Orlando. Oh, I'm glad you knew the place. Uh, <laughs> Thursday night. I want to say 7 o'clock. 6 or 7. 6 or 7. Be around 6, 6 there. o'clock. Come early. We'll hang out with you. So we're making soup. It's making soup. We have different teams, though. I have a chef from Orlando Meats. And I, my chef is from East End Market. And we are going to destroy you. So <laughs> Bring it. I heard yours has <laughs> celery in it. It's celery-based. Yeah, like every soup has celery in it. But Weiser's this one's just the best celery. celery soup. You can't even say what it is. Vichuan. Vichy-soi. Oh, you got I it. I did. I've been practicing. It sounds like fishy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, we, come to that. It's, a, to it's that. a fundraiser for iDignity, and they help people um, get their IDs back who have lost them or, or whatever. So yeah. it's a great organization. Stolen. They just never had them. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be at Champooch on Sunday. Yes. In the dunk tank. So yes. come on by. I got to get that on my calendar. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I knew you did. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and right now, we're going to go to an interview I did with Eugene Snowden at Lil Indies. Take it away, Brendan. Right, bungalowers. We're in for a special treat today. We're hanging out with my friend, Mr. Eugene Snowden, here at Lil Indies, Lil Indies in the Mills Fitty, Mills Fitty, and uh, Mr. Eugene Snowden. Who are you? Why do people care? Why do people care? I've been wondering that for twenty years, baby. I've been wondering that for twenty years why people care. Eugene, I gotta say, the first time I encountered you is at the Peacock Room. <laughs> oh, I walked God. in there with my boyfriend. It was like the first bar I ever went to in Orlando. <laughs> And I walked in, and you were there with the legendary JCs. Like, I don't know how y'all fit on this teeny tiny little <laughs> stage. Oh, yeah, and it was tennis. like sweat flying. Yeah. People were dancing. They were like rubbing all up on each other. Mm-hmm. It was crazy packed and so much fun. And I've never heard, I've never felt music hit my face like that before. <laughs> I dig. I and I dug it so much. I just Thank for. you so much. And I, mean, I, I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those <laughs> you remember days. remember those days? We were on tour during that time, too, so we'd always come home and we'd play no matter where we could play. We had to, whoever club was open when we came home because we used to tour so much we had that kind of power. Right. So Peacock was ready. Like, okay, we're going to Peacock. And we're playing there. We, <laughs> the night before, we probably played in a theater. But, you know, like we're playing Peacock. And so I'm glad you dug it. That's what we're I, going I for. dug it so much. I, when I got my job at the City of Winter Park, we hired you for their first concert ever for Earth Day. <laughs> yep. And you were like the Pied Piper for, <laughs> for rich white people. <laughs> they came out to just dance in Central Park. It I was wonderful to see. Wonderful to see. So I'm a big fan, that. Eugene. Thank you for coming on the show. No problem, my friend. Uh, you're probably one of the most prolific performers here in town. I see you. I see oh, yeah. you dancing and singing all over the place. See, don't you have uh, you have a weekly series here at Will's Pub? Yeah, yeah, the, in Little Indies. It's funny that Leanne, the bartender, is working because she was here when I started this come, come five years ago called 10 Pints of Truth. 10 Pints of Truth. I've been doing it for five years, coming in October. And Leanne, who's here right now, but hey, Leanne. She's hey, Leanne. Bartender. <laughs> She's bartending now. She was there doing one the first time we was there. And the, what you used to say all the time, like, turn down. It was like, I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. You're making her feelings rattle? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, but good. It was, it was, but it was a, 
a residence night here. I, oh, shout out to the old days. So. What kind of what kind of songs do you play for people who don't know? What, what, well, what it starts as a throwback to music of your grandfather's grandpa and grandma's age. Okay, you know what I mean. Grab a gimlet, you know what I mean. Go see, go see Jerry Lee Lewis, and go see some old blues. You got Muddy Waters. Go see some Hank Williams. Go see all blues and what they call Chitlin Circuit, Juke Joints, and Honky Tonks. Oh. The stuff that created rock and roll. All right, the stuff I grew up seeing. You know what I mean. We were just talking about the Chitlin Circuit the other day because we went to uh, Nikki's place and we met Mr. Chef Nick, <laughs> who has been in charge of that restaurant for I want to say like thousand years. Yeah, thousand years. Since Jesus was there. He, he served Jesus. He served Elvis too. <laughs> he served Elvis. So might as well he be served, Jesus. Might as well. Same <laughs> thing. <laughs> so you're releasing a record, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, uh, yes, I am. I'm releasing a record soon. It's a uh, Record I've been working on for a year. Okay. And I have, uh, oh, I got a Kickstarter, baby. I got a Kickstarter. <laughs> got to make sure I get that in there. Do you know, but, the, do you know the Kickstarter webpage? Uh, no, I do not. Let's, I ask, do, let's ask your uh, your handler here. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, that's, it's real easy to remember. It's Eugene Snowden Live.com. That'll take you right to it. Eugene's like, no way. It's that easy. Really? It's that easy. It really is. All right, Eugene Snowden Live. Yeah. Dot com. Yes, it's, 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 it's a it's a few yeah. days left. What when does the uh, Kickstarter end there, Michael Rizzo? Yeah, yeah we've got until uh, midnight Sunday night, so just a couple more days uh, before. And uh, you know, Kickstarter, it's all or nothing. All right, so if we don't meet our goal, well, we're gonna meet our goal. You're gonna meet it. You got a positive thinking. Put good man. All right. Well, you know, it's it's pretty cool because I've been something I worked for a while and. And I went to JCs and toured for years. You were telling me a story about how I went to JCs. You saw the JCs at the I show. I love the JCs. And so we were touring, and then we uh, we stopped touring like dead side in 2013. And I came here to the little Indies. I was just talking to Leanne about this. Yeah, we started the night and five years ago where I taught myself guitar and started my own solo career. Wow. JCs still play, so and it's been the community has embraced me like you would not believe. So this making this record cost some money, and I, that's why we started the Kickstarter because okay. Like, okay, you know. I want to make the record I want to make and do the other things too. Not just making the records part of it. The other part is, you know, it'd be in the business, you know, promotion, marketing, creating it. You're going to start doing vinyl, doing all kinds of things. So you know. I got to say, Bungalow is listening at the end yes. of this. You're going to hear a little snippet from the album. Yeah. First listen. I don't oh, think yeah. anybody else has heard this. You're still, it's not you even like cut yet. Not cut yet. So this is like preliminary listen. Right. Uh, for your ear holes. Give yeah. it a listen. It's a good, it's a good. I, 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 they, it's a rock and it's kind of a rock and roll. Cause I'm traversing a lot of different areas. Uh-huh. Whenever, whenever I said this all the time, remember I said it Riz in the interviews. It's like I, what I play mostly is blues, is cut through and soul cut through it. But I just tell myself soul because I do different versions of. There's a blues soul, there's a rock soul, which is what this record is. You know, so it's different versions of the soul. I just all souls. So I just call it just soul. Eugene, where, where can people hear you for your res? I know you have the residency here at right. Little Indies, right. which the tastiest drinks ever. I'm drinking a gin drink right now, which is rocking my socks off, mm, curling my toes. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> where else can people hear you in town? Well, uh, let's see. In town, let's see. I'm going to be playing. Um, I'm playing a party in Sanford, but usually I'm, I'm going to the Legendary JCs in Winterhaven, but in town next week, uh, go to the Legendary JCs sites and hit me on sites on my Eugene Snowden page. And you'll see because there's a there's reason why I can remember, but there's so many shows in October that's packed. I really cannot remember them. I swear to God. All right. I, mean, I remember from October 5th. I remember the out of town ones, but it starts the first But we can October. find it out on the Facebook page yes, or EugeneSnowdenLive.com. Yes. Right, exactly. All right. I guess we got to take it home. That's it, Mr. Eugene. Thank, uh, thank you so you, much friend. for sitting down with oh, me yes. and having a drink. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I guess and, uh, Mr. Rizzo, did we miss anything? Thanks. Just wanted to say the name of this track is uh, I'll Do It. Oh, yes. I forgot we yeah. if I mentioned the name of the track. I'll do it. Thank you.
Oh, that Eugene's a oh, good guy. Oh, that Eugene Snowden. You should go see him. If you've never seen him live, go see him. Yeah, the mess that was that interview is very representative <laughs> of the mess of an evening that you'll get when you go here and perform. And just in case it wasn't clear, he he performs every Wednesday. He has a residency at Lillandy's. Yes. And it's like a small venue in Mills 50, but he's like a big performer. Yeah. So uh, one of the best local blues, uh, rock like Elvisy roots. He's good. No, he's really around. good. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, but sometimes over at Washburn too. Washburn imports. Yes. And then also sometimes at muddy waters in Southfield. Yeah. He's all over. He makes the rounds. Yeah. yeah. He used to tour with legendary JC's, which he talks a lot, a lot in that interview. Cool. He just calls it the JC's, which is a huge band. Like sometimes like 12, 15 people on stage. Oh. The first time <laughs> I say 12, 15 people at the show. Like, oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> Big numbers there. We the first time I saw him perform was at uh, Peacock Room with this huge, massive band, and so it was like half band, half crowd. Cool. Uh, anyway, which we talked about in the interview. So headlines, 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 man. This is what we do on Bungalow on the Bus. Yeah. Uh, there's a co-working space for sale downtown. I saw that eighty-five thousand. Right. Uh, yeah, eighty-five, like eighty-four thousand five hundred bucks. Where's it at? It's in. 14 East Washington, which is close to like Craft and Common. I didn't even know there was a co-working space there. Did it's you? Second floor. It's actually above uh, Gringos Locos. Okay. Mm-hmm. On that. Okay. Old. Uh, supposed to. There's a built. There's a company that's taken over that whole building. I think. Yes. Yeah. And so launch that is what they're called. They don't have the whole building because they have some of it. The, I believe it's the fifth floor. There's a co-working space and then there's this other co-working space that opened in the same building. Uh, S. Brubbles. Brubbles. I don't know how <laughs> to say Sounds like it. a character on Sesame <laughs> Street. S. Brubbles. S. Brubbles. Buy my co-working space. Uh, 14 East Washington and it's for sale. So it's already got, it's 50% occupied. They have a, a current income of like 100000 a year is what wow. they say. Oh. <laughs> uh, right. Who knows? Seems, Let's buy it. Seems you like a very even number. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to buy it, I wouldn't be talking about <laughs> it. Uh, so if you're looking for something to invest in, go ahead and check that out. They just need marketing. I've tried to market and work with them multiple times as, as S. Brubbles and just like not into it. Not working it? Not, no. not co-working it? Which like you, I, I shouldn't have to sell like wanting to work with you and talk about your stuff. Yeah. Right? Can I give a shout out real quick? Well, if it's good. So today, Friday, it was the final day for Red Huber, uh, who's a photographer at the Orlando Sentinel. He's been award-winning photojournalist. Six years. Forty-six years. Forty-six years. He's been there since I think he's been like twenty-two. Twice as long as Handy Pantry's been open. Exactly. Uh, Red's Red's retiring, and uh, I worked with Red a lot when I was a reporter at the Orlando Sentinel. He's Take a, a drink. fantastic photographer. He's basically covered. Every big thing that's ever happened in Orlando for the last 50 years. Wow. Um, he was really well known for his space shuttle photography. He would go out there you know, before all the launches and make sure he had different angles and different cameras. And he's just a fantastic photographer. Nice man, too. Very nice man. Very hardworking man. If you've ever worked with Red or worked uh, events with Red... He will be there before you. He will probably stay after you, and he will get a better shot than you. He was on uh, Fox 35 right after, yes. right after, or right before me, so I got to sit on the same couch as Red. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and he just he works hard to get his shots, and he he, he really believes in the story, uh, like storytelling and photojournalism. So he's retiring. Retiring. He yeah. Did, yeah. did he take like a bio? Pro- I mean, I don't know the financial part behind uh-huh. it, but I mean, he's been there a long time. His wife worked there as well. She retired several uh, years did ago. Did they meet there? I think they did. I love. I think that. they did, and so she retired a while ago. He's he's finally uh, retiring there. But I've heard it through the grapevine that he's still going to do a lot of photography around town. He might do some work for some nonprofits or something like that. Or like hyper-local news websites? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. Read. But he's, he's a, like I said, he's a great photographer. He actually gave me some advice one time. We used to talk a lot about journalism and, and the business and all that. You're both very similar. Yeah. Well, I'm much taller than Red is. And so... <laughs> well, you always have to one-up people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he... I asked him one time. I was going to work at WASH, and I had asked him, and I wrote this online as well. I said, you know, why do you keep doing this, Red? Like, you've been doing this for 40-some years. You've basically done everything there is to right. do as a, as a photojournalist. Why do you keep coming to work? And he had such a great answer. He said, I haven't taken my best picture yet. Aww. And it was just such a good thing. And this is somebody who's taken phenomenal pictures all over the course. He has a rocket launch with a rainbow on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a great picture. Exactly. But not so, the best. But he always felt like, you know, he has to keep working to get his best photo. So it's just a sort of words to live by, I thought. It's almost like Japanese. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. trying to find the perfect cherry blossom. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he retired today, Friday, and I think there's a big party for him on Monday. Where? At the Abbey. Are you going? I am. I got a ticket. You had to get a ticket. Oh. But I'm sure if you really want to go, it was I'm a going. free ticket. I'm going just so I can you want to crash it? Take a picture with my you cell should. phone. I, you know what? I thought about this, and I, and, you know, I don't work in television anymore. But I, I hope somebody else does something on him. Some, some other news organization. Scott Maxwell Fox wrote did. a. Did but they? Yeah. Okay. It'd be when great. He, I wonder if we could get David Lawrence to do a photo essay with him. That'd be great. Uh, oh, he might be. He might be intimidated though. But yeah, that'd be great. He doesn't know. David's <laughs> David, David does our inhabit column photo of photo interviews. Uh, He's such a he's such a young upstart. He doesn't know anybody's name. <laughs> he's great though too. But yeah, Scott Maxwell wrote a great column about Red, and I hope some other people recognize sort of the I don't even want to say the sacrifice, but the the love Red has for Central Florida. I wonder if you're Bungalow. That's Probably a good shout out. Time. Good shout out, my friend. Uh, I don't know what to talk about now. <laughs> Whole Foods delivery now with Amazon. Really? Uh-huh. If you're a Prime member, you can get Whole Foods delivered to your house in an hour. Really? One hour delivery. That's pretty good. And that's because Amazon bought Whole Foods. Have you ever got groceries delivered to your house? I have. I've never have. But they're teeny tiny. like the Teeny of, tiny groceries? Yeah. They're not like you, you, you think you're saving money because you're like, oh, it's like $2 for a box of pasta, but it's like half a box of pasta. Really? Yeah. Where do they get this pasta at? I don't know. It's, it's like tiny pasta. Amazon pasta from like China probably. So wait, do they know. not just go to the Whole Foods and pick it up? And then Now they will. Ah. So like before they had things just like warehouses, right? So it's like yeah. the pasta aisle and warehouse number six. Because Publix uh, does this too, but don't they do it through like the shipped yes, app or something? Yes. But now this is, they're just going to go from Whole Foods. I'm never that busy. Or to not like go grocery f- shopping. Really? Not really. I'm always that busy. I'm busy, but I I can make time to go grocery no, shopping. No, that's like my life. My like, I we no. This is awesome. You gotta make time, to- Brendan. No, I don't have time. Who is make time? time? No, I, now I don't have to make time because <laughs> it's 2018 and my groceries will be waiting for me when I get home. All right. Like I'm not gonna order ice cream or something with it, but I can get <laughs> like I can make sure that the essentials to make a killer chicken salad sandwich are like waiting for me. 
You're going to leave mayo outside, too? I don't know what I'm do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the potatoes that go bad. Did you ah, hear that? I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a new. That's science. Interesting. Science told me that. <laughs> we do time. We're good. All right. We just wrote a killer uh, hashtag bring to Orlando column this week. The poo week. thing. Uh, really more like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> in a restaurant saying yeah. poo and pee and. <laughs> It's a, it's a restroom. I, I, we need public restrooms downtown. I agree. We we have two official public restrooms. Most of them are just the parking garages for people, right? That's where people are peeing. Where, you got to go. You got to go, right? You, I have an office in the Church Street Exchange, <laughs> and when you go there early enough, they're literally hosing the building off. Ah. Or they used to. Now it's a new owner. I don't know if he knows I that you have to hose it off. I oh, think, did you? I think. Uh, or like if you park in that park, parking lot, the service parking lot, on Garland, right next to Church Street Exchange. Yeah. After it rains. Yeah, it just smells it's like just pee. pee. It's yeah. just pee because everybody's <laughs> peeing next to their car before you they gotta go. Home. go. But but you need a restroom. True. You know, I'm hearing that people are peeing on the on the fire. I'm whispering. This is because <laughs> we're in, in a restaurant. Lean in, everybody. <laughs> turn up turn up your car radio a little louder. Um, people are peeing on the fire station through the grates. So Ooh. it's like going into the fire department. Oh, gross. That's gross. That is. And it's because you can, des- that's a design problem. So like as a city planner, I can tell you that's happening because it's a design flaw. So you think it's people who are coming from bars at 2 a.m.? I think it's a huge part of it. I think there's a homeless issue, right? Uh-huh. We're, we know we have a homeless issue downtown. And if they're just hanging out downtown, there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah. So where they're going is behind well, the Church, library, Church Street and the library. But during regular hours. Right. <laughs> You see them doing that. Uh-huh. I pull it up next to a planter. Yeah. Um, but also at the end of the night, when the restaurants have closed, bars have kicked you out. Where you gotta, you gotta go. Where are you gonna go? And yeah. these people don't care where they're gonna go. They're I mean, just if you've had a few drinks, you, you know, it's a historic, it's a historic district, and that hurts the buildings. So it's really you're also hurting buildings. It's disgusting. It's a public nuisance. We need public restrooms. And so other cities have done handled this in different ways. Yes. And so in this bring to Orlando call, we'll talk about did it. Paris do something really weird. Paris recently? has something called the Yuri Toitoir. I can't say it. Yuri Toitoir. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally a planter with a urinal on the front. Yeah. And you just pee into it. Yeah. If you're a dude. Uh-huh. I don't there's lots of comics like making fun because where are the girls supposed to Yeah. Sit? But and I'll tell you from what I see in my front yard, girls are peeing outside just as much as dudes. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm so gross. I feel bad. We should have done a disclaimer. <laughs> everyone's like, cringing out there. Uh, Portland has, they're known as having the most successful model and they have these things called Portland Lou and they've actually uh, monetized it. They will sell the plants big bucks to other cities to build their own. Okay. Uh, and it's like $95,000 for the plans. And then you could, but it's, they're like foolproof and it's not designed to look pretty. Do you pay to go, have to go or is it no, free? It's, free? it's free. There's no running water. Okay. There's like grates on the top and the bottom. So like you can't like get away with anything in there. They yeah. know if you're, if you're in there, they see your shoes. They know how many people are in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting. And it's like stainless steel. So you can just hose it, hose it down. Like it. Uh, but does not, they're designed to not look great. Fireproof. And, That's uh, fine. Maybe our bars are can look into that. I would How's love she doing? that. I'm is sure she's doing she, good. I think she's doing good. I like her a lot. Okay, and, I never uh, met her. Dominique Greco. She's our nightmare. She's she's in charge of the nighttime I'd economy wear a sash. here in town. If I was a nightmare, I'd wear a sash. A sa- I would too. Yeah, everywhere. And, and carry like a, and a wreath on my <laughs> carry like a, a 
what do they call it, a specter? Yeah, or a and, I'd, and I'd pay someone to ring a bell in front of yeah. me. <laughs> Harry, Harry, <laughs> the nightmare is coming into your bar. <laughs> uh, no, she's doing a great job. I think Good. there's a lot of moving parts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I don't know. That's all I have to say. I think we need bathrooms. Okay, I agree. How can we only have two public restrooms? Yeah, you one in Lake Eola. They close those Lake Eola ones, don't they? During the night? Yeah. yeah. Everything's closed at night. So like, uh-huh. where are you going to go? And then they're like, oh, there's excreta here on the beautiful cobblestone streets. Exactly. How gross. Well, like, you asked for it by not putting out a bathroom. I agree. That's what I have to say. Uh, my... <laughs> Talking of poop, Monzano's Deli is open in Winter Park. <laughs> so <there's a> new <laughs> Those two do not go together. <laughs> it's a sandwich shop based in New Smyrna. They've opened a new spot in Winter Park. Right next, by Rollins. And it's delicious. Yeah? Uh, they bring in the bread from New Jersey. Fresh. Every How do they do? Are they fly it here? I don't know if they're flying it or what. I can't. It, they, the bedside Seems banner, like a lot of work just to make bread. <laughs> we consistently hear that the bedside banner there is not great. I've experienced it myself. It's not. What do you mean? Uh, they're just they're just stressed. Oh. They're just under. Are they pressure. busy? Yes. Oh, okay. There's always a line since I've ah. been there twice, and then I well, just it's keep. New. It's the closest thing yeah. to. It's one of the closest things to Rollins. Like, uh, like if you're gonna, I need a quick sandwich. Where am I gonna go? Right. P- is nice Peter Pit still there? I think so. I don't even know. But Parking's if, a little weird around yeah, it. But yeah, but if you're going to walk over there, it's probably a quick place to grab something to eat. And it's really good. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, All right. It looks good. good. The, the inside is weird. <laughs> and the bedside manner is weird, too. Well, maybe maybe that'll change as they... I hope. I hope. As I they hope everything else out. is as good as their food. All right. Because that's the only way you can stick. But it is nice to see something that's not like rootsy, footsy, fartsy, fartsy. Yes. Uh in Park Avenue. Yes. That's a Park Ave adjacent space. Yeah. Next you know? to the donut shop. Yeah, I like to see like it's a real Fairbanks. space. And uh, it's for real, real. And Good. What else? There's a events. Three... Let's do the events. Well, how much we don't time have much time. All right. Well, there's a, I just need to say there's a new 300 unit, 41 story uh, development that's eyeing up downtown right on the corner of Livingston and Orange. Uh, it, it's, it's just an empty lot right now near Sky House with a big, beautiful oak tree. Uh, which will probably go away very probably. soon. Yeah, it could be the tallest building in town. Cool. Mm-hmm. So All right, we'll talk about that more next. Week. Talk about it more next week. All right, events, Brendan. What's happening tonight? We're hosting a party, critical mass, and after party at Red Light. Red Light. If you hear this, come on out. I think we're there until ten thirty. Depends on <laughs> how many beers I've had. Uh, David Byrne is performing tonight. We'll have some great photos taken by. <laughs> you're Luke gonna miss Jones. that if you're hearing this right but now. But you'll see some photos. Listen to a Talking Heads record. Father John Misty is performing at Hard Rock, 8 p.m. I'll be there too. The South Asian Film Festival Saturday, 11 to 6:30 p.m. at the Enzian. Uh, Wakaiva Island is celebrating their 10th anniversary, 5 to 10 p.m. Cool. Not in our hood, but they're awesome. We've worked with them before. Awesome. I don't mind talking about them. Shampooch. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thornton Park Sunday. Come on out with your puppy. Get him washed, or just or come her. out and watch. Yeah, no, it's it's a dude. It's a dude. <laughs> also, Saturday is Florida Blog Con. Did you know that? I did know that. that I was invited to sale. talk about podcasts. Oh, nice! Yeah, but I was like, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for uh, Orlando Sixties up for an award. Oh, yeah. I need to share that today. What's your vote award? For a best video blog. Oh. Yeah. So oh, I did vote for you. Thank you. I remember. Thank you. So there are awards and their whole events on Saturday. I, think I don't there might take still anything. I know you're up for something, but Bungalow is not up for anything, so yeah. I don't take them that seriously. Oh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> how can you be giving up blog awards to anyone but Bungalow? Yeah, you should just win them all. Doesn't make any sense. You should have your own awards and yeah. give yourself all the awards. <laughs> There's the Orlando Record 
and CD Fall Show at the Central Florida Fair. Oh, I might go to that. To 4 p.m. You should bring some of those. I should. Ones I gave you from yeah. uh, Mayor Bill Frederick's collection. We got to go here, Brendan. And that's it. Super duper thing Thursday. Come eat our soup Thursday. Yeah. So thanks, Nikki's Place, for hosting us today. Uh, breakfast was great. And uh, come check them out. Listen to uh, the rest of this song by Eugene Snowden. See you guys next week. <laughs>